Hi and welcome or welcome back to the Ravioli podcast. On this episode, I'll be going through my trip to Ireland. It's been like three weeks since I was there or like more like a month. I think I went on August the 13th. So yeah, kind of a month, but a lot of things happened since then and you are going to find out on the next episodes or like if you want to follow me on Instagram you already know what's happening in my life so you decide <laughs> if you want to check out my social media you'll be updated on everything I do like on a daily basis but yeah today I'm here to talk about my trip to Ireland I went to Ireland plus Northern Ireland which belongs to the United Kingdom so it was kind of like two countries in one trip this was a trip that I went with my parents it's like our annual vacation summer vacation so it's not that kind of trips where I I'm the one who plans the trips and like what are we going to do that day or like the itinerary things to visit I wasn't the planner of this trip Neither were my parents. What we usually do when we go, the three of us, on our summer holiday is that we reach out to an agency, like a travel agency, and they just like we just select and choose the program we want best. Like we choose the country and then we can see all the details, the amount of days, what the program includes, like in terms of meals and like accommodation, hotels, plans to visit, whatever. So that's what we did. And I know that a lot of people don't usually like to go on these kind of trips because you go with the travel agency. So you are like in a bus with other people that are also visiting with you that country. And it's like we are in a group of people and they can go like through... <laughs> Since like they are kids, usually parents don't usually take like little kids to these trips. At least I've not been in one with little kids so far. But it can go like through like teenagers till they are like seniors that are already retired, you know. So it can include a bunch of like ages in there in the group. And the groups usually are like... 30 people this Ireland group was really huge which was kind of like a downside to the trip really difficult just to meet everybody and like you know in the other groups even though I didn't get along with everyone that's impossible always and like people have different interests and different ages than mine at least I probably have talked to everybody in a certain situation which was not the case in this one but also I found the group like really weird in terms like I don't know the people were not that open comparing to the other trips I've taken with the agencies and like you know like I'm talking just in this context not trips that I've taken in general but this kind of trips People are usually like open and we talk about like ourselves, where do we come from? Usually they are all from Portugal, but what city we live in or like what city are we based in? And I don't know, it was just weird, like 
people seem they were like I don't know important people or like oh we are not to, well, we are not here to talk to each other just we, I just want to talk to the people I came with so just kind of weird like there were people that were not like that but not a lot of people you know so I don't know they are almost all from Lisbon which is the capital of Portugal if you don't know and not that I have this stereotype in my mind but kind of do and basically they were almost all from either Lisbon and Porto which are the biggest cities and I don't know if that's because of that like they were like Mm, we are important I don't know it was just a weird vibe which didn't like ruin the trip at all like I didn't care you know I like my parents they paid for it and I was not like even thinking about it but now that I was like just going through the trip all around I was like yeah it was kind of just <laughs> you know why are you here then like you could just go by yourselves and you can You can still do that with a travel agency. You can tell them to book a trip for yourselves and it doesn't have to be in a group of people. Whatever. We are past that. Like, I don't even care. You do you. They also paid for the trip, so they just might enjoy as they wish, like I did. So, we went on a Sunday, but we booked the flight from Lisbon and we are from a town which is like three hours by car from Lisbon. And I know in largest countries, this is nothing, but in Portugal, it's ki it kind of is, you know. And since you have like to be at the airport two hours earlier, our flight was early too. So we just drove to Lisbon at night, like after dinner on the Saturday, like, you know, we just drove. We arrived in Dublin and it was like 11 o'clock or like midday. It was really early in terms of like... We had that day off. The first day was like all by ourselves. We are not going to do anything in group or like with the travel guide or something. So we just arrived there and then we had the entire day for ourselves. So it was like midday and I was like, yeah, we probably should have lunch, you know. And I have brought granola on my bag, like on my shoulder bag that I carried with me throughout the airport because I was like already planning. Okay, so then I just buy a yogurt, like a plain yogurt, and I eat it with the granola. So we don't have to buy anything like, because we we are in this kind of trips that almost all meals are included and you cannot like choose just to eat, you know, yogurt with granola or like a smoothie as I like. So I knew I would be like full the rest of the days. And I was like, mm, just let me have something lighter today. And my parents also, uh, they ate something from the supermarket, which was shitty, you know. It was, um, how is it called? It was a Tesco, but it was shitty. And I was so disappointed because... I've been studying Tesco in like case studies at university, at college, and I thought they were better. It was also like a Tesco Express, so it was like smaller than the big chains. But still, like, 
uh, express supermarkets in Portugal are so much better. I don't get it, but you know. And then we just strolled around Dublin. They also, they, in fact, they say Dublin. They don't say Dublin. It's like Dublin. So I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm just going to go with like Dublin. I don't care. I'm not a native. Neither in English, neither. I'm not an Irish. So I don't care. I just figured out like our hotel there was so good. It was the best one on all the days because we stayed in different hotels almost every night because we were like moving around Ireland. So this was the first one and it was like so modern. So I don't know how to explain. And then I I think it, this was probably the first country I traveled to that I had no idea, like almost no idea what I was going to see, you know, like I had some, I've read um, Love and Luck, which is in Ireland. I've seen like, of course, some movies or TV shows that were there and I knew it was like a green island. It was called like Emerald Island. And, you know, I know all the conflicts, but I didn't know like the cities, how do they look like? You know, I I had no preconceived ideas, which was like great in terms of what I'm going to say. But it was also like kind of weird again. Like I just know this word basically. I don't have vocabulary, but it's a, it was kind of weird. Like what I'm what am I doing here? Like why did we decided to come to Ireland? Neither I or my parents know the answer. Like we were commenting on that, and we we're like. It doesn't even feel real that we were there because it's such a random country and it's not that it's less than the others. It's just like, it's not like targeted as like Italy or UK or like France, you know, it's just, it's just marketing. I found out that Dublin is like growing and growing in like finance wise and like business wise and most of the biggest most of the biggest companies like Apple, Siemens, like all the biggest companies are based there. Like they have their ed European headquarters there because of course their main headquarters are in the US. But European headquarters are almost based in Dublin and I was like, what the heck? Like why? Did I didn't know this? Like, I'm in business. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I should be knowing this and I don't. So our hotel was in the finance part of the city because there's like the touristic part, you know, the city center. And we were really close. Like, it's something you can walk to because it's not a large, large city. It's like my hometown almost or, you know. But we were in the finance part, so all the buildings were so modern, like with glass windows and they were huge office buildings. And I was like, mm, I can picture myself working here. And that was the same feeling when I was in London, when we went to like Westminster and it's where the finance part of London is based too. And I was like, ah, 
I feel the climate here, like, you know. And I hope you are not hearing my washing machine because I just put my laundry on the washing machine now and I was like, yeah, while I record the podcast, I do that, but like I didn't remember. I'm in a fucking studio, so this is like, I don't know, 100 meters per square. <laughs> like, I'm so dumb, so I hope you are not hearing these sounds. If you are, well, deal with it because I'm not going to pause it. Guys, I have I had no idea of these two and like I've studied things like this in marketing like during my master, which is not finished, but during last year, like brands that advertise their names in like they have different names according to like different regions of the world, different parts, different cultures because like to avoid misunderstandings, like language barriers. But I have no idea that Primark, like Primark, was an Irish company. Did you know that? I I thought it was like Spanish. I don't know why. Like Primark is an Irish company and it's not even called Primark there. It's called Pennies pennies and that's why it is not called that in portugal for my portuguese speakers you already figured out why because pennies is literally how you pronounce penis and you, you can also read penis you know like it just sounds weird in every language probably not in irish like gaelic irish because oh, I also found out that they spoke Gaelic. Like, I'm so naive. Like, I'm so ignorant. It's not even naive. I'm like, what the heck? Like, why didn't I study a little bit? But also, like, why don't we talk about Ireland in history? Because we talk, maybe we didn't have, like, a lot of relationships and, like, connections with Portugal, Portuguese history because... I don't know anything about Ireland and I felt so bad because, you know, when people come to Portugal, I appreciate when I when they know like a little a little bit of our country. It's like just like showing some respect and curiosity. And even though I've read that book that I told you about and like I've seen some Netflix shows that like are you know, the documentaries and that. It's not the same. So, Pinis, it's Primark, but it's, like, basically the same inside, like, the the clothes, you know, like, prices. It's it's the same. Like, it's like you are in Primark, but it's just as another name. But, like, the logo is the same. It's, like, the, the font of the letters are just the same. It's identical, but it's called another thing. But then when you go to Northern Ireland, it's called Primark again. So it's just in Ireland, not even in Northern Ireland. Which was a surprise for me. Then we went to Trinity College. It's like a college in Dublin, like really famous, you know. It's kind of like Oxford and like those... I know it's not called Ivy League in UK and Ireland, but they have another name for the elite colleges. But 
this was kind of like those universities that are like with the campus, but they are like old buildings. And I was so tired that day that I just took a nap. <laughs> I took a nap like in the campus inside in a bench. And I was like, what the heck? I don't even... This is the proof that I'm a student, you know, like just sleeping in a bench. Like I don't have another, any other responsibilities. It was just crazy. And my mother that day, she was like going crazy because I was going to every bookstore I saw because I was like in the UK, I found so, so many books that were so cheap that I want to figure out if here it's the same it's not it's not the same but it's better than portugal so i'm not asking for that much books there are between like no they are like between 10 to 12 euros which is pretty good and i bought some books but you can see that you can watch the the video that i'm going to be posting on youtube this week which is an Ireland book haul of all the books I bought there. So go watch it. And we've just been strolling ar around Ireland as I talked about. And that day, like every, like we walked through, like I'm not even kidding, like 100 people, not at the same time, but like everyone, almost everyone, like 80% of the people we crossed by they were wearing like they were wearing customs and like it was not Halloween and I was like why are people are just people crazier or is there something happening that I don't know about they were wearing like I don't know Marvel stuff but also not because I'm not into that world so I don't even know what they were wearing and then I was just went online and wrote like Dublin events today and it was happening the um, Comic-Con in Dublin and I was like oh now I know but it's like you are giving you are putting yourself into it like you are putting 100% yourself into this event because they were wearing like they were fully masked and I was like you go you go and then you know we just had dinner at the hotel it was an included dinner already I had pasta so it was perfect for me I don't ask too much like I don't need to try Irish meat you know I prefer to stay in the basic pasta that it's like a safe choice and then I went I just went to sleep because I was really tired basically my routine was I would used to wake up at It, it depends because we didn't have like a fixed time to go out of the hotel. Every day it changed depending what the travel guide like would arrange with us. But usually we had to be out of the hotel at 7.30, It depended on the day. So I usually woke up like at 6 a.m. because of the workouts and then, you know... We had to pack our luggage almost every day to go to another city and another hotel. So all of that, plus breakfast, plus, you know, like getting prepared, dressed, makeup, whatever. So just letting you know, 
the breakfasts like in the hotels in all of the hotels were shitty like in Portugal I think like hotels they have a wide variety of choices in at breakfast of course if you are in a three-star hotel you don't have as many options as you are having like in a four-star hotel but these were all four stars hotels and they had like fewer choices like they just had like those things that they eat like with meat and sausages and they didn't have like cheese you know like cheese I don't I'm not requiring you have like those specific cheeses that we have typically in Portuguese like in the mountains but at least like plain cheese that you buy at supermarkets it's not asking for too much so my breakfast every day was like yogurts with raspberry jam or honey depending what your hotel had because also it quite changed it a lot so like it was kind of weird I don't know and some cereals because they didn't have like granola or like you know like that's so basic and I'm I f- I fucking sound like just a spoiled kid, but, you know, granola. <laughs> it's like, it's everywhere these days. However, one thing that fascinated me in Ireland was like how developed are all the buildings in terms of like lifts. They are really modern lifts, elevators, whatever you say. The rooms... Like in Portugal, when you go to a triplet room, like because if you know you go with your parents and you are just an only child, or you just go you, even if you have brothers or sisters, and you stay like you ask for a third bed in the room, they just give you a shitty thing that it's not even a bed, but it's not also a sofa. And in Ireland, they have like real beds, they were like really big as the one as the main basically they were just the same as the main bed but they were individual it was like perfect because it was the first time I really slept in an okay hotel when I'm traveling with parents because I've slept like without parents but this was the first time like I felt I was a human (laughs) I'm not I don't know what I'm saying you know I'm just I don't even know but that was something that I really liked and like how everything is so modern maybe because it's something like maybe because the economy in Ireland is growing so fast comparing to other European countries so they are just new stuff there um, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I didn't know, but it's one of the economies that's growing the most in Europe. That's why also companies are basing their headquarters there, and like also, and I think they, yeah, the guide explained us that during the pandemic, taxes raised a lot, of course, because everything stopped. Like there were a lot of layoffs and everything, you know. And in Ireland, they had the policy, like, technological and, I don't know, another field of companies where they were, like, able not to pay taxes if they 
went to Ireland and I was like, oh, so that's the explanation why everything is here now because they were like prioritized in the government. I don't know. I don't even know if I agree with that, but I'm not a citizen there, so I have no uh, opinion in regarding the matter. We were heading to Galway that day, and so we went, before we went to Galway, we went to a museum in Dublin, which was called the Epic Museum. So if you are planning, also everything is linked on my highlights on Instagram, but I'm just saying like Epic Museum, it's a, a museum about everything about Ireland, you know, like history, culture, art, uh, immigration, sports, feminism, emancipation, dance, you know, like everything is everything about Ireland. And if you want to just know a little bit more about the country you are visiting for just a short amount of time, like two hours in there and you know a lot of stuff and you like visualize it I really recommend you to go in there I don't know the price of the ticket because as I said travel agency dealt with everything I wasn't the one who booked it but it's just a matter of like googling it so yeah I didn't do that I didn't do my homework I don't care like you have a computer so <laughs> it was so perfect and Another thing that I really, like, I was amazed by it when I was in Ireland. Every museum is so, like, interactive with the visitors, you know, like, I think a lot of museums, not only in Portugal, but, you know, most of them I visited were there in Portugal. You just are, like, going around and watching, like paintings or like artifacts like you know findings archaeological findings and you just read the labels and you, they are just like written explained and it's not even like that interactive so you just kind of get tired and bored about being in the museum all the museums in Ireland they like you have an audio guide even if you are like an Irish speaker or like English speaker, everyone receives an audio guide in every museum and they were not in the same city. Some were like in Northern Ireland, so not in, even in the same country, you know? Like you, like everyone gets the history just by listening to the audio guide and you can like choose the tape you want and like you when you are listening to the audio guide, he says like, now look at at your right or something, you are going to see this or try this. And also besides the audio guide, like there are a lot of like videos and interactions, like live things. I don't know how to explain. They were so good. Like all the museums. I, I have no explanation for that. And then we went to a whiskey distillery. This was almost in Galway. It was like half course of Galway. And it's, it was called the Kilbegan Distillery Experience. And we just saw like we went through all the process, like how do they make whiskey. 
And then in the end, we are like, we could try whiskey that they produced there. And they were like in shot cups, you know. So it was just a little bit, even though a lot of people didn't drink it. So there were some left cups and they were like, mm, do you want to go for a second round? But I was like, I'm with your, I'm with my parents. Like, of course, I do not want to go to a second round. I don't want to seem like bad in front of them, but it was awful. <laughs> like what it was awful. Is this how whiskey tastes? Because I have tried whiskey before and I really didn't remember this was how it tasted because it's like, bruh, you know, like if I was getting whiskey to get drunk at night, I would probably be throwing up like every five minutes. You know, it was so strong. It was like in a cup shot, but people were like just tasting, you know, and I just, I couldn't. So I just drink it in one sip, like a shot, because I was like, it's like this or I'm not going to drink it. Like it's now or never. And people were like, uh, and then I saved, like I brought the cup with me because it had the brand there. And now, yeah. And they had some like chocolates in the gift shop made with whiskey. And they had like oats, like oat flakes there. And I was like, what the heck? This is so out of place. But, you know, then we went to the hotel. I wanted to go to the gym there or like to the swimming pool. Because, as you know, I didn't have like a proper summer this year. And I was just like seeking for some relaxing time. I couldn't because every time we went through the we went to any of the hotels I thought we have time but then the travel guide was like you have one hour to be downstairs to eat dinner and I was like yeah one hour of course I just have time to go and get a shower like have a shower and dress up again <sighs> that annoyed me a lot like I know that's one of the downsides of going into this like group trips you don't usually have like a lot of time just to do the things you want but also like you know that previously if you book one of these trips you have to count yeah you have to take that into consideration you know so you know everything has its advantages and disadvantages and this was something that annoyed me but nothing that surprised me at all Then that night, oh my God, like since the airport, I've noticed that there was a couple there. They were like the age of my parents. I noticed that the woman was like a professor, a teacher on my high school, like the, my former high school. And I was like, what were the odds? Like in this entire country, which is, that is Portugal, And like everyone is from another city. Why is here like a teacher from my high school? She was not my teacher, gladly, because that would be awkward, you know. Unless it was my history teacher, Edith. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, she was not my teacher, but she knew my Portuguese teacher because she was a Portuguese teacher. 
and like I knew her face because I knew she taught in our school but she didn't knew mine of course I don't blame her but yeah like um I was just kind of waiting for the right moment to tell that or even I was waiting for never telling that to her like just going unnoticed but that night in Galway we were going to spend two nights at the same hotel in Galway and we wanted to visit Galway by night but it was like kind of like it was like a 15 minute ride until like till the center of Galway so we had to take an Uber so we were like finding people that could join us on an Excel Uber and we were like with a guy that was like solo tripping in our group and we just there was just two people left like we had to find two more people and I just saw them like coming out of the restaurant I was like okay fuck it I don't care she was not even my teacher so so she has like no background to tell my parents you know um and yeah like mm, I just went to them and I was like do you want to join us? Because we are going to the city center of Galway and we have two people to cover on our Uber. Do you want to be that people? And she was like, sure. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then we were waiting for the Uber at the hotel and they were asking like, where are you from? Like, from which city are you in Portugal? And we were like, yeah, we are from here. And she was like, you are? Like, what I was like you know you are the only person who knows what's going on and I was like <laughs> yeah I told my parents she was the one because I told them that there was a people a teacher from my high school in the group but they didn't know who was the teacher and then I was like yeah you taught at my high school and she was like what and I was like yeah you were not my teacher though but I remember your face and we were just laughing and we went to Galway that night it was so fun like we just started bonding I know that I'm just like I'm bonding with the I'm bonding with people of my parents age but it's not toxic you know I can still bond with people my age I had to adapt into the different sceneries and different uh, realities and this was my reality I had nothing no one of my age that I knew that moment so I was like yeah um, and they ended up like the guy that was solo tripping and that couple that woman was from my high school like the six of us we then we ended up being like a group of friends you know like when we had to sit down for lunch or for dinner. We always we always ate in the same table. And like on the last day, we had also the day like it was a free day. We could do what, whatever we wanted before going to the airport. And we were like just together visiting things. So we ended up like really bonding with each other. And it was really cool, even though I was the youngest. And like <laughs> sometimes I was like, yeah, I just want to be on Instagram. Just talk to each other so I don't feel bad. The next day, 
we were in somewhere in, in Ireland. I don't even know where is it, but it was like rocks and green. Basically, that's the stereotype of Ireland, like rocks, cliffs and like green, basically. And sea, of course, because it's an island. We were there... I was taking pictures. I love, like, one of the things I love the most about this kind of trips is that you go to different cities. So it's kind of like a road trip around the country. So, for example, when I say I went to Ireland, I really went to Ireland. You know, like, I've been in this kind of trips. I've been into Madeira Island, Azores Island, Italy, Poland, and now Ireland. So when I say I went, for example, to Italy, I really went to Italy because I've been in like more than 10 cities. I'm just not, I'm not saying like I went to Rome and I say, yeah, I went to Italy. No, you went to Rome. And when I went to Poland, I also went to a lot of cities. So one of the things I like the most is that you really get to know the country because you see all the different landscapes, all the different cities. Even cultures, sometimes they are different. So, yeah. So I loved when we were in the bus. Like, sometimes it was, like, kind of discomfortable for people like my mother's age because, like, you know, the legs and, like, being sit down for a long period of time because sometimes you have to be, like, two hours in the bus to get to another place, even though Ireland is not that big comparing when we were in Poland. It was, like, much bigger rides I guess but I love to be I love being like in the bus and just like reading my book or listening to a podcast and just like sightseeing the landscape that I was viewing from the window it was so inspiring <laughs> I cannot describe it but I I love to observe things you know and just try to imagine anything either a video, either a book, or just either myself in there, you know, like, I think, yeah, it's just my creativity, but also, like, I don't, I don't know, like, I, I love nature, I love nature. Then we went to, um, where is this? Oh, we went to the cliffs, the mower cliffs, which are a huge attraction in Ireland, like, it's one of the things you have to do when you go there, you know. And there are just cliffs in, into the sea, basically. It's just to observe and appreciate. There's nothing really to do there. It's not like an amusement park. But you also have like a museum, like an interactive museum where you can know more about the background of the cliffs, like how were they formed and like what's the animals that live there, like diversity, fauna and flora, you know, like you can know that thing. So that's that was what that was what I was talking about. Like in Ireland they just develop like you know, you have cliffs. If it was in another country they would have like the cliffs there and just a plague saying like the history of the cliffs and that was it. But they just try to go around and find something they can do like business-wise and like money-wise just 
to become a more interactive attraction and I'm not blaming because money rules the world but for tourists it's so much like I would pay much I would pay more money to do that just rather than just like watching the cliffs and coming back you know even though there are people that don't really like being bothered by museums I don't know And then we also saw the beach for the first time, you know, because they have beaches. But with 20 degrees and wind, I was not... No one would see me there in summer if I was Irish. People were crazy. Like, they were all eating ice cream and, like, swimming in the ocean. I was like, are you crazy? Like, what the heck are you doing here? It's fucking cold. I'm wearing a sweater and I wish I had like my coat here. I don't know. Like it was sunny sometimes, but even though it was not hot at all. But we were really lucky because we just, it it just rained one day. And we, it was like our, almost our last day. And it's not usual in Ireland, like they are used to rain like every day even if it's not the entire day the sky is never clear it it always has clouds but sometimes the sun shines so we were really lucky in that matter and we went again again in the bus we visited the Galway Cathedral And we visited some of the Galway during the day by by ourselves. And then the next day, oh my God, we went to an incredible place, which is called Killery Abbey. It's like an abbey, a palace of a rich family that no longer exists. And it's so like... What I found the most beautiful there was the nature. Again, like, it was not even the palace. I don't fucking care about that. Uh, But the nature, like, the lakes, they have so many lakes. You know, those, you know, those, like, you know, those landscapes that appear on the Microsoft desktop screen that you can, like, choose all the landscapes and you are always like, is this even real? Yeah, it is real. Like, I've taken pictures that I'm, I cannot believe I was there, you know. And we also saw, like, a fjord. Do you know what a fjord is? It's like a former iceberg. And it's like the valley of the iceberg. It's called a fjord that, like, opened up. We have one in Portugal. I didn't know that. And I've not been in there or... Have I? I don't think so. But yeah, it was like so beautiful, so peaceful. Like one of the things I thought about the most during this trip is like I could have I could have been like solo tripping in Ireland because I find it so safe. Not in Dublin. Dublin was not and Belfast, no. But like Rather than like this, the roads and like in the countryside, I thought like I felt so safe and like it was so peaceful. It was a really good place for just a retreat for some days. Like think about the ideas. 
order my thoughts in my head, you know, crazy. And that day, um, okay, I'm just going to the next days. I'm just going to talk about like the most important things. We also went to Donegal, which is like a small village there. Nothing special, but it has a castle or Ireland is also known for its castles because it's really, I don't know if I can say that. I don't know if it's offensive, but people just say that it's really um, similar to Scotland. So I've never been there, so I cannot assure this, but... Uh, we also went to this, this was one of my favorite places too, it's called, I I think this is not the correct name, because it's just appearing me like the location in the gallery, in the photos folder, you know, on my iPhone, but I, I don't know if it's correct, but it says Glen Colne Chile, I don't know, this is in Gaelic, you know, I, I cannot read this, it's not English. But it's on my highlights, and if you don't, if you, if you want to find out what the place is, just message me, okay, and I'll send you a photo. But we had to go on a different bus until the top, and it was so funny because it was an Irish driver, and he was so funny, like he was explaining some of the things, like, you know, because Ireland was neutral during the First World War and the Second World War, so they just used like rocks with messages on the ground like so that when airplanes and like helicopters were going to United Kingdom and they would pass like on on the skies they would pass the island of Ireland they would know that it was like neutral territory so they could not land there you know and they could not attack that territory uh, funny and then the, we also went as I said to Northern Ireland we went to two cities we went to Londonderry or Derry it has two names like if you are from if you are like a supporter of Northern Ireland as belonging to the United Kingdom you call it Londonderry but if you are against Northern Ireland being part of the United Kingdom, if you are like a uni unionist and you want to belong to Ireland, you just call it Derry. If this is irrelevant to you, completely, totally. But I don't care. At this point, I'm just rambling things. But uh, they basically just removed the London part of the name, like, London Derry or Derry because they are they are against United Kingdom and I was like this is like high school fights you know oh no don't call me that I don't know but it was so pretty like but I felt yeah it was like as soon as we arrived in Northern Ireland the buildings the houses you know they were just different vibes I felt I was in the United Kingdom again because I was there in April in London, but my parents were, it was the first time they went to the United Kingdom. So they was like, they were like, I don't know, all over the place. And I was just like, yeah, I feel I'm like 
in the United Kingdom again, even though I was just in London, so I don't even have, like, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about, you know? Those people that they just went to another, to one city and they're like, oh yeah, I've been there, I know everything. No, you don't. It was fun. One thing that it was not fun, like, our hotel was by the river, and there was a bridge there, and, like, near our hotel and the bridge, there were, like, a line of police cars and ambulances and rescue cars. And I was like, what the heck is going on? And, like, dogs, you know, rescue dogs there, just trying to find something that I don't know. And then I was like, oh, this is near a river. Is There is a bridge here, like probably someone is missing in a river like it was the most plausible thing thing I could think of but I'm not sure and I hope it was not that or like nothing worse I cannot say that I hope it was not nothing bad because if the police and all those cars were there probably it was not just a sunny day for the, the person I felt that either Ireland and Northern Ireland were really open to LGBTQ plus uh, community because they had a lot of flags all around. Of course, I like I can guess there are people against it because we are not that open around the world. You know, there are always people that are homophobic. You know, but there were zebra crossings like crosswalks in the streets and they were not painted like black and white they were the rainbow color flag and I was like oh fun sometimes my parents and I would just stay in the room watching Netflix because we are always watching like a Netflix series we don't watch it every day because you know we have a life on our daily basis and sometimes we have to do things at night. But we are always watching a series. And when we have the time, we always gather after dinner to watch it. So sometimes we did that because we were tired. And it was like late at night. We don't also want to just go to bars or something, you know. And yeah, mostly we were just tired. The other day, we went to the giant crosswalk and it was also amazing but it was like the most freezing day I was there probably the the day that I was also wearing less clothes so <laughs> there's some logic in there but I was fucking freezing like I couldn't even appreciate where I was because I was just thinking I want to go inside I want to go inside the museum because again there was a museum in there um and I was like oh, please just take me and we also had to catch a bus to go there so I was like please let's just catch the bus again I cannot move forward anymore I just saw I took pictures it's fine I can also review them Anytime I want, just please. I was not at all prepared for this trip in terms of clothing. And if you are wanting to go there, trust weather forecast because I searched the weather forecast. 
I knew it was cold and windy, but I just, I was like, it's summer, like, probably this is not accurate. I'm the right person, like, I'm, I'm right here. Never trust your gut in terms of weather. Um, and then we went to Belfast. Belfast was lo- like, it was more of a surprise than a good surprise, a nice surprise. It was just a surprise prize. <laughs> it was just like, what the heck? Basically, in Belfast, it's where the main conflicts happened in the past. And and still, like, there's peace now for 25 years. But it's not real peace. It's like a fake peace because I didn't know this. I've been in the Berlin Wall when I was in Berlin in 2020. And it it is, it is down, you know, like they celebrate because it is down. Berlin is no longer divided. But I didn't know that Belfast had a wall. They still close the doors of the wall every day at 7 p.m. Like, what the heck? This is happening. This is happening so close to me. Like, you know, Ireland is just on top of Portugal and just a few kilometers of sea but, and, and Spain. But, you know, like, what? They still have a wall. So it's like a fake peace because even though it's peace now, there's only peace because there's a wall. If there was no wall, probably they were still fighting and like murdering murdering each other. And for me, it was like crazy because it was like the environment was so dark and like so heavy to breathe. And that's something I also felt when I visited Berlin. But I think now... I cannot compare because this is still happening there. Like, And, you know, all the messages in the wall. I took some pictures to the messages and they were like, it's never too late to do the right thing. Like, you know, like just people saying like, it's never too late to do the right thing. Like, okay, you have fought in the past. You have your differences. Like, you don't agree with the same things. But like, it's never too late to make amends. And, you know, like, why are you fighting like, it's never too late to do the right thing. Just please make some truths and just, you know, okay, you had a background, but now you can make peace and no one is going to judge you. Like, just do the fucking right thing. But I don't, I guess they don't figure out. And I know, you know, like, I understand because it was, for me, it was fucking United Kingdom. <laughs> If you don't, if you are not aware, uh, very briefly, basically, in the past, past the United Kingdom wanted to conquer Ireland to be like their territory too. So they just sent col- colonies there, like British people there, to start living and like <laughs> having kids and like families and growing in there in the Ireland territory and but there were already Irish people there of course so Ireland Irish people they were Catholic and the United the British people were Protestants they were from the 
Church of England. They didn't agree with the same religion. They didn't. And what they did was like, they, the Catholics, which, which were the Irish people, started having fewer options to work because the richer part of Ireland were the British that were put in there. So the Irish people just had to have like the worst jobs and like they were poor and all of that. And, you know, like it's kind of still the same thing. The The cities are divided, like one part of the city, the houses and like the neighborhoods are all Catholic and then the other part is all from the Church of England and they still like we asked the bus driver and he said like yeah we still face some marginalizing if we are Catholics when we are like on a job interview or something and I was like what the heck we are in the 21st century how is this happening like we are we should be so much more developed in terms of like mindset whatever and um They still struggle. Of course, it's not the same. It's much more open now. And like if you are in Dublin, I think you don't see that a lot comparing to Belfast. But still, I was like, what? Why doesn't this appear on the news? We also went to Queen's University in Belfast, which is like the same as Trinity College in in Ireland. It's like an Ivy League university, but in terms of like Ireland and United Kingdom, as I said, I don't know, I don't know the term, the exact term. And we went to some pubs, like after dinner, like, you know, that day there was a problem because at lunch we didn't have like a starter, like the restaurant forgot to give our group a starter. So we just sit and ate the main course right away which I was like perfect because I'm just I'm tired of food here that it's disgusting for me but I'm I'm going through that in a minute so it's like perfect for me but some people complained so at night in the restaurant like in the hotel they gave us like a free drink just to compensate us and I was like okay I didn't I haven't tried the Guinness beer yet here like I've tried Guinness before when I was in London, but not here in Ireland, which we, where Guinness is from. So I was like, yeah, let's try. I was like, okay, we should go to a pub with my parents. I was like, we should go to a pub because we have not been in a pub yet. And we just have like one more day here or something. And we had a pub near our hotel, which is like, the most known pub in Belfast. It's called The Crown. And it's also in front of the hotel called Hotel Europa. I'm not even just saying this in Portuguese. It's how it's called. Where was like the terrorist attack, attack because of the conflicts there. They put it like bombs in the hotel in the past. So the bar, the pub is The Crown. And we went there. And we uh, we drank like a couple of beers and I was like, but I just went with my dad and like the guy, the guy, the man of the couple, like the husband of my high school teacher, basically. Yeah, 
that was it and i was like crazy i'm having fun and he was like taking selfies and i was like don't show that to my high school teachers please and then the next day we went to the titanic museum because another thing like for me this trip was it was like full of surprises like i just learned so many things that i was like so like known things in the world and they are just related to ireland and i was like what the heck i've never heard about this am i so ignorant to the point i don't know anything but we went to the titanic because titanic was built in belfast what the titanic i like I don't, I didn't know where it was built, but it would never cross my mind. It was in Belfast. Okay, so we went there. This, it was like, there's still the, like the installations, like, you know, they are, they remain the same. They like preserved the, the original field where it was built because, yeah, we all know the Titanic story. And I guess like, I was visiting that and, you know, the submarine, it's just a recent topic yet. And I was like, this is just weird vibes. I don't feel good in here. Yeah, but it was also like, if it was a really good museum, you know, it was just not a fun topic to talk about because we all know the outcome of the Titanic. So at the end, like, there was a part that they were explaining how could I have avoided such a tragedy. Like, you know that the Titanic didn't have, like, um, binoculars. Like, there was not a pair of binoculars in the fucking cruise. That there, there are so many details that are just like, this is so irresponsible. Like, who was the person that allowed the Titanic to depart from Belfast, even if it was not like ready to go, or like there was so missing things and missing pieces that now they wouldn't happen. And I was like, what the heck? So for me, it was kind of uh, crazy. Like, was this... I started to believe in conspiracy theories because we never know. Rich people are capable of anything, you know? And there there was a book at the gift shop that I wanted to buy, but my mother said, like, no. <laughs> Inish, we are done. It's enough. You are not going to buy any more books. Just fucking shut up. But it was called Orphans of the Storm by Celia or Celia Henry. And the cover was so pretty. That's one of the main things and the main reasons why I wanted to buy it. But it's like a novel that took place in the Titanic. So I was like, ah, fun. Whatever. And then we went again to Dublin. And this was so fun. This is like one of the last things I'm going to talk about. Sorry, it has been a huge episode. But, you know, you've missed me because I I was missing all August. You've never heard my voice in August. Besides on YouTube videos, if you watch them. <laughs> I know how to market all things. 
but we went to a pub night. It was not like pub just for drinks. We went and had dinner in a pub. And it was so funny because there was live music, like live Irish music. There were like also live dancers there that danced those kind of dances. I don't know how to explain. I don't even know the name, but Irish dance, you know. There are a lot of memes on the internet and I just found, find them so funny. So when I went there to like when I went to the pub and I saw the dancers dancing and I was like just laughing all the time because I was remembering all the memes but they were really professional. I I might admit that it's it's possibly like so difficult to do that. I don't know. I'll, I wish they could have like taught us a little bit like how to do that because I find it so interesting but I might just go to YouTube and watch a tutorial. Um, yeah. And then the next day it was the last day. It was a day of Again, like we were free to do whatever we wanted. We just had to be like at four at the hotel to go to the airport because our flight to Portugal was late in the evening. It was like at seven. So we went to see St. Patrick's Cathedral in Dublin, which is like the main cathedral of Ireland. Uh, you know, St. Patrick's is like the saint of Ireland. And do you know why... The flag of Ireland is like green, white and orange. Because like green is the color of the Catholics. And orange is the color of the Protestants. And white is the color of peace. So it's like truths, you know, like it was gifted to Ireland by French nuns. And it was like a gift to... It was not manifest because it's like religion things were like to pray, I guess, for the for peace in Ireland. And I was like, oh my God, this is such a great story. We went to the Vikings Museum and I was like, oh, this is so interesting. Like It was so fun because I didn't know that. But Ireland, like Ireland, as Irish ancestors, they come from the Vikings. And I was like the museum you could you could play games there that the vikings used to play in fairs you know and like you just could see prototypes of their houses and i was like this is so fun like i've never been interested in the vikings culture but my dad he's and he was like whoa this is great and then we just came to portugal our flight was delayed two hours because uh, there was uh, th there was like one luggage more in the old luggage of the plane. And when it happens, they have to confirm and check all the bags again because it's impossible to have like one more bag because you never know why it's here, uh, why it's there, not here, fortunately. And then we have, and then we like lost our spot, our spot to departure from the airport because you know, like we are not the only plane wanting to go into the air, so we had to wait another two hours. And I just started 
a conversation with another girl that was in the group and she loved reading and I was like why am I only meeting you on literally the flight home it was so I was so sad I was like I've been reading this I've been reading books my entire trip I could have been like talking about them this entire trip and I, I'm I'm just only talking to you now like is this like punishment from me from me making fun of like so many things there like what so we like exchange book reads uh, we exchange like goodreads accounts and whatsapp numbers and i was like okay now that we are not together of course we are not talking to each other anymore but i guess that's life i loved ireland the food was awful but you know Because I found the food awful because it's like they just eat a lot of chicken and they just eat a lot of sauce. It's like cream sauce in every dish and it's like kind of annoying when you start just eating that regularly. It's like, okay, I, I'm done. Yeah. But I loved going to Ireland. Like, I'm not... I'm not saying this for anything. I'm not even being like paid or anything, but I really recommend you going there. It's expensive. It's not a cheap country. I, I think it's like more expensive than the United Kingdom. I thought it would be like cheaper, but it's not. It's euros in Nor in Ireland and Northern Ireland. It's pounds. So have that in mind. I still had some pounds from when I went to London, so I saved them for this trip. And then I wanted to buy the Titanic book, but my mother didn't let me, so she bought a, a shirt for her. Uh, and that that was it, you know. Like, I loved the trip. It was so fun, fun, fun. I loved it. And I wish you also liked this episode. I hope you liked this episode if you are willing and like if you are considering going there and if you still have some questions feel free like feel completely free to text me on instagram or any other social media but like instagram i guess or youtube because you can also go and watch my ireland vlog which is out uh you can like see and like vision all the things you imagine throughout this episode that I was talking rambling now you can really watch them on YouTube I love talking to you guys as you can see because I've been talking for so fucking long and I love you we'll talk next week bye mm -hmm.